the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glorious greetings, Belmont Assembly of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory for all that he has done. And I'm telling you, you can't wreck me in worship and try to get me to come right back up. I'm a worshiper at heart. And I love how our daddy is. That was one of the songs I wanted to hear. Oh, come, let us adore him. For he alone is worthy of our praise. And if you can sit back and realize we understand that this is the Christmas holiday, but I want us to put Christ back in Christmas. It's time for us to put Christ back in Christmas and realize that he is the reason that we are here. He is the reason why you are sitting in your seats. He's the reason you didn't lose your mind. He's the reason that you still got a smile on your face. He is the reason. They say he's the reason for the season, but he's the reason for my life. He's the reason for where I am standing here on today. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and share what the Lord has given me. I know we've ate naturally and some of us may have the itis. But I'm going to give us some food spiritually, and I just want to thank God for this precious woman of God, our first lady, Yvonne. And I said I was going to try to get her last name. I thank God for her and thank God for the invitation. I thank God for um, Angelique, amen, for being such a great assistant. She's been in uh, constant contact with me, so I thank God for you, Sister Angelique. And then I thank God for even the divine connection with Sister Alice. Um, we didn't even know each other. We met at work, and God had us meet up in the bathroom, and it's been history ever since. So it's something about a divine connection when God connects you. And I could not, could not start without thanking God for the woman who gave breath to me. Well, besides God, but the woman who birthed me, my mother, Stephanie Turner. I thank God for you. Amen. And it's because of you, I am. Amen. That's a praying woman. And I thank God for my mother. And then I also give honor to the shepherd of this house, the pastor, and then also my pastor. All right. With all of that's done, that's out of the way. Let's just go into prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time. Father, I ask right now, God, that you would bring our hearts Bring our minds in, God, so you can we can hear what you have to say to us on tonight, God. God, we drown out the noise. We drown out the distractions, God, and we want to hear clearly from you. So, God, here I am. I yield myself. Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, God, we say yes on tonight. Speak and be glorified in this place, and we give you praise, and we decree it to be done, already done, in Jesus. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So I don't, I don't plan on being before you long, but I don't know what the Holy Spirit has in store. So I say that. So I know that we have been going through a lot of things in life. A lot of things has been going on. And God told me to tell you all that it is time for a spiritual reset. It is time for a reset. Do I have any video game junkies in here or am I the only one? Okay, I got some. I got one in the house. I got a couple of believers. Amen. I love video games. I know I don't look like it, but I do. But they have this powerful tool on that box called 
reset. And you can reset and hit that reset button when you need to start all over. How many of us need to start all over again? But this is more than just a video game reset. This is a spiritual reset that God has given us. And so if we can bring up the definition of reset, and I looked up dictionary.com, and it defines it as to set again, to set adjust or fix in a new or different way and to become set again and some of us need to be renewed and fixed in a different way I need you all to talk back to me and say spiritual reset all right I love that spiritual reset so the Holy Spirit broke down the word reset for me and R is in order for us to get a spiritual reset we got to renew our minds we got to renew our hearts and it's unfortunate that some of the things in the world has crept over into the house of God and it's like if you don't talk to me I'm going to turn my back and not talk to you but that's not Christ's way because it's in Psalms 51 and 10 and I'm going to give you all a secret before I go into the word if you pray I can speak his word. Amen. So you all pray with me that this word will go forth unhindered, unchecked, and it will come clear and concise and that the Holy Spirit will be glorified at the end of it all. Amen. Amen. So renew. It says create in me a pure heart. Somebody say pure heart. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Creating me a pure heart, God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. Now, I know sometimes when we see that, we always have the tendency to go to create in me a pure heart. But I want to go to the part where it says, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Now, let me put my glasses on so I can see. Amen. So steadfast means to be firmly fixed, unmovable, loyal, and renew means to make like new and restore to freshness. Now, how many of us remember the day we gave our life to Christ? We were excited. We, was, we wanted to tell everybody about what God had done in our lives. We wanted to tell everybody we couldn't wait to get to work, couldn't wait to get home to express what God had did in our lives. And it's so unfortunate that sometimes the cares of life can weigh us down and we begin to forget about what God has done for us. Let's say reset. See, you got to go back and remember what God has done before in your life. And that's a plan. That's a way for us to advance. So when the enemy try to come in and try to tell you all the different things that God ain't done for you, you need to let him know what God did do for you. You need to remind the enemy. And I call this, I call this flipping the switch. See, you got to learn how to flip the switch on the enemy. Because he comes, all he does is have a power of suggestion. That's all he can give you. But the word of God tells you that the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And you have to open your mouth and decree what the word of God says about you. 
And see, sometimes that's how the enemy gets us. It says in Hosea 4 and 6 that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. What is the knowledge? It's the word of God. It is his truth. When you know the word, the enemy can come. He can come with a suggestion, but you can flip the script and give him the word of God. It says man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I'm a flow with the Holy Spirit. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, some of us have been churched too long. What do I mean by that? Okay. The thing is, some of us have been churched so long, we didn't heard the scriptures for so long, and we feel like they don't have no effect. God help us today. Just like the woman of God was saying, we sing these words, we come in, we lift our hands up to God, we go through the form and the fashion, but God wants a spiritual reset and he wants relationship with us. He is tired of part-time lovers. God, I'll do this for you if you do this for me. How can you negotiate with the creator? We try to negotiate with him. God, you didn't do this, so I'm not going to do that. Do you understand that he tapped you on the shoulder and gave you breath on today and allowed you to open up these two eyes? We got to learn how to give God thanks for the little things. And we begin to give God thanks for the little things. He can bless us with the great things. I'm sorry, I get excited when I start talking about my daddy. I'm going to try to stay on. Amen. 30 minutes. Amen. So renew, that's the first thing we do, a steadfast spirit within us. You got to be loyal to this thing. You got to be committed to the word of God. Even if you take a hit, just like the woman of God was telling you all about my testimony, you would not believe that I am able to stand here. A woman who lost a husband, a woman who lost her job, a woman who lost her home, a woman did not have a car, but be able to stand up here and tell you that God will restore So it was in the loss. It was in the press. And do you know that oil, when they get squeezed, an olive, that's when the oil come out. So do you know when you're being squeezed by the pressure of life, it's just producing anointing. It's producing an anointing. It's producing an oil. It is building you up for your next. I just gave that to y'all for free, okay? Amen. <laughs> and so the E that he gave me, glasses for reset easy race some of us need to do a mental erase because we are stuck in the past trying to hold on and rehearse I should have I could have I would have but God said it's time for us to do a erase and the scripture that he gave me for this Isaiah 43 18 through 19, it says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the COVID. <laughs> I am making a way when the government is shutting down. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's his word. That's not what I'm saying. This is a promise that God has given you. But I remember back when they used to do this. And I remember back when, but God said, I'm trying to do a new thing. He is trying to make his kingdom children stand up and understand and recognize who they are in God. 
you are on an assignment to move forward and to do the things that God has ordained you to do. So we need to erase. You need to do a mental erase. I remember when they did this. I remember when they said this. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember. But it's time to reset. Do you understand that your past is holding you back from your future? And do you know that everything that you've been through, was, it was preparing and making a way for your next? It was no test. And I know they say this so cliche-ish, and I hate it. But you know how they say no test, no testimony? But that's real. How can you testify about the goodness of God if you ain't been through? We want the goodness of him, but we don't want the... He said, if you suffer with me, whoo, shit. If you suffer with me, you're going to reign with me. So we don't want to suffer. We just want the rain. Like, yeah, it's a good day. It's a good. Soon as some come, Lord, why me? Why not you? He said, my grace is sufficient. He said, it is in your weakness. My strength is made perfect. That's when you begin to learn about the strength of God is through your weakness. So I'm going to challenge us to do a mental erase. I'm going to challenge us to reset our minds and let our minds be renewed with the things and the word of God. Amen. And then the S, this the one I may sit for a second. For a reset, you got to shift. Woo. Shift means to change in position. To change in direction and to change in tendency. And Psalms 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. You want to know how to shift as God? He said, I'll instruct you. I'll show you the way you need to go. And do, I, do you all understand when God wants us to shift, in order for him to shift us into position, he has to shift us out of some conditions. I'm going to say that again. In order for God to shift us into positions, he has to shift us out of conditions. Okay, what do you mean by that, Valanda? I'm so glad you asked. Y'all asked some good questions. Thank you so much. So in order, for, in order for him to shift us in two, he got to shift us out of selfishness. He got to shift us out of pride. He got to shift us out of unbelief. Is God true to his word or not? Can I ask you something? Did God save you? Why is it so easy for us to accept salvation? He said, if you believe, you shall be saved. Doesn't that imply for your healing as well? Doesn't that apply for your life as well? Why do we pick and choose what we want to believe in the word of God? We can't pick and choose, women of God. We got to have a spiritual reset. 
And this is not one of those come down on you type of deal. But God said, I'm ready to shift my women. It's time for us to get in a position where we begin to rage war on the enemy's camp. It's time for us to take back all the stuff that the enemy has stolen. Some of you all ain't even had a good night's sleep in so long. The enemy is trying to rob you of your peace. But it is time for you to do a spiritual reset. It's time for you to take back your peace. It's time for you to take back your joy. It's time time for you to take back your children. It's time for you to take back all that God has in store for you. Aren't you tired of being sick and tired? Aren't you tired of going through a circle? Just keep on going through cycles, but it is time to break the cycle. It is time for us to get on our face. It is time for us to lay before God. It is time for us to call unto our God. All we have to do is ask. He wants to shift us. He wants us to shift us from fear to faith. Fear has gripped the people of God so hard. And I'm not saying that it is wrong to have fear, but we can't have the spirit of fear. Because some things do scare you. I'm scared of snakes. If a snake come up here, I'm out. That's real. See, we have to understand and take the word. Thank you, Jesus. We have to understand and take the word for what it is. See, sometimes we misconstrued and we break the word down in the way we think it says. Like it said, oh, I got fear, so I ain't walking in. I ain't walking with God. That's not the truth. It says the spirit of fear, meaning you scared to go outside. What's that? Who's that? God didn't cause us to live in paranoia. Amen. But I'm telling you, it's time for us to move forward in the things of God. I really wish I could break this thing down like I want to. But I'm telling you, it is time for us to go forward and do what God is calling us to do. It is literally time for a spiritual reset. Thank you, Jesus. And I forgot to say this. God want to shift some of us out of pride to humility. Ooh, did she say that? Yes, she did. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it is time for us to have a fresh visitation. Some of us are trying to live on yesterday's oil. But God wants to give us a fresh visitation of who he is. And it is time for us, as we begin to shift, we have to fully obey what God is telling us to do. We have to fully obey even when we don't understand. Can you imagine if the people, when they were with, um, was it Joshua, and they, God told them to walk around the walls of Jericho? And sometimes that may not make sense. It may not make sense to us, but it's making faith. God know what he is doing, and he told them to be silent. Sometimes when you go Going through a spiritual reset, you got to put the shut to the up. You got to just shut it down. You can't share everything with everybody. You can't say everything because what it is, you got to understand. You have to have some people that's going to link up with you in the spirit. That when you are feeling low, they say, don't worry about it, sister. I got you. I'm going to go to God in prayer on your behalf. And what we're doing, we're lifting each other up. We are building each other up. I'm not going to use my voice to talk down about my sister, even though she may be going through something. I'm going to be honest and tell her you know what sister I've been there too you know what sister I struggle
struggle with that too. You know what, sister, but God delivered me from that. And every now and then I do have tendencies. Every now and then I do almost want to go back, but I need you to pray for me. See the thing, oh God. See the thing is we got to learn how to have each other's back. For real, for real. For a spiritual reset, I want to denounce all the lies what the enemy is trying to say that women cannot get along. The devil is a lie. We are called harmony. You all are not called harmony for a reason. Just, just by happenstance, we walk in peace. We walk in love. We walk in joy. We walk in lifting each other up. And God made all of us unique. Understand that you are made for your purpose. You have to learn how to, do you know? God just gave me this analogy. You got three different lanes on a highway. You got three different lanes. You got this car in this lane, that car in their lane, and this car over here. Do you understand if these cars get in each other's lanes and try to pass each other, there will be a collision? I said all of that to say to secure your lane. Secure the lane that God got you in and secure the anointing that God has put on your life. I don't have to sing like my sister here. I like to sing, but we need to understand that all of us are many members but a one body. The head can't do what the feet do. The ankle can't do what the elbow do. We need to understand, but when we all work together, when my head and my feet work together, I'm walking in the same direction. We're all working together. We're jointly fitted. We are in harmony and we are walking and we are doing what God has called us to do hallelujah hallelujah and sometimes I didn't understand I used to ask God I'm gonna be very transparent with you all right now I used to ask God I used to say God why you make me this way why you make me bold my mama tell you I'll be the one asking my daddy but why I ask you you can tell me that it was blue Without an explanation, I needed to know. If it's, <laughs> I just had to know. I'm like, God, why you make me like this? Why you make me bold? Why you make me stand up? Why you make me like this? Why I always got to do all of this? Why? I would ask God that, why? Why me? Why I got to pray like this? Why I got to preach like this? Why I got to be the one that sound the alarm? Why I got to do all this? Because... There is a remnant of people that needs what you have on the inside of you. Sometimes people can't, some people just not going to hear certain people. And it's okay. We all have our group of people that God want us to reach. So let me get back to reset. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and shift on back over to reset. How many more minutes I got for a second? 15? Amen. And then the other E is embrace God want us to embrace his love and embrace the truth that he said about us Jeremiah 31 and 3b says I have loved you with an everlasting love I have drawn you with unfailing kindness God love us the us do some of us have children in here how many of us have kids in here and when you correct your children, does that mean you don't love them? So why do we think that when God is correcting us, he don't love us? He says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. God loves us. He loves us just because he's correcting us does not mean that he does not love us. He wants us to get in alignment so we can get what he has purpose and plan for us. 
He loves us with an everlasting love. And this is the thing that I really want us to get. Psalms 139, 13 and 14. It says, for you have created me. My inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's room. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. God made each and every last one of us unique. So I don't have to be jealous of my sister over here just because her hair is long. You want some more hair? Go get some. Go buy some. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. But God made us all unique. I think that is something that the enemy always tried to get us in a divide, always having us compare ourselves with some. But God uniquely made each one of us for our own design. I'm the only Volanda. I'm the only Volanda Catrice, and I'm going to be all that God has called me to do. And God said it is the season for us to walk in being unapologetic for who God created us to be. I used to apologize for the anointing. How dare I insult a great God for that? If God puts something down on the inside of you, you're going to apologize for it? That's a slap in daddy God's face. And so many times when people are talking, okay, Jesus, you really want me to do this? So many times when people are trying to hold you back or say that I wouldn't do that, it's actually a spirit of jealousy that they kind of wish that they had the anointing that you had on your life. People will try to stop you because they see where God is taking you. And the sad part, we can't even hardly see it. Everybody else can see how great you are. Everybody else can see the anointing. Everybody else, and they'll try to stop you. They will try to stop you. But I declare and decree on tonight that we are having a spiritual reset. And everything that God has for us, we are going to get it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And then this is the last thing for T. We got to thrive. It is time for us to prosper. It is time for us to flourish. It is time for us to be successful. It is time for us to do a spiritual reset. Psalms 92, 12 through 15 says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. And I want to stop right there. Do you all know the palm tree is one of the strongest trees ever? They may bend. They'll go all this way, but they won't break. Woo! So God is saying, this is how you're going to flourish, like a palm tree. God say you may bend, but you won't break. God say you may have to limp, but you won't break. I told you you're going to flourish like a palm you're going to flourish like a palm tree. And I got to the point where I stopped trying to take the word. And try, you know how people try to be so deep. And they be trying to get, you know, what you saying? Mm. They try to, you know, like really, really get deep. But God say, my word is my word. He said, you're going to flourish like a palm tree. He said, they will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. He said, you're going to stay fresh and green. 
And then he says, proclaiming, the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. Will you understand that God is your right? You got God, the rock going before you. He's defending you. You shall flourish like a palm tree. Will you understand that God is your defense? Will you understand that God is your help? Will you understand that God is your way maker? Will you understand that God is your peace? Will you understand that God is your refuge? Will you understand that he's Jehovah Jireh? Will you understand who your God is? That's a song that they used to sing. Tell me who can stand before me when I call on his great name. His name is Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, I have the victory. Not that I'm going to get it. No, I walk in victory. I breathe victory. My lifestyle is victory. Yes, I may have to go through something. But he said he always causes us to win. Will you understand the word of God? See, the thing is, I had to get to know him. It was through my suffering. It was through the suffering that I get, I began to know that he was the only one that could help me. He was the only one that could bring me out of depression. Yes, I went to mama, but mama couldn't help me. Yes, I went to the pastor, but he couldn't help me. God had to tell me, I am the one. I remember when my husband died. I remember when my husband died and I went to the church. I'd never forget. And I was like, Pastor, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. We were praying. We were believing God. We were speaking the word. I just don't get it. And if another person, can I just be transparent and real right now? I said, if another person come and say something about Jesus, they're going to catch these hands. Y'all said I could be real. I was like, uh-uh. Because if Jesus was so good, why would he take my husband? Woo! If Jesus was so good, why? Why I have to go through this? Okay, am I the only one that's been there? I'm going to turn my back. Am I? Been there. I was like, God, I just don't understand. But I remember going to my pastor and I wanted him to tell me. And I was like, Pastor, Pastor, I don't understand why. And he was getting ready to tell me. And he held back. I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute, play. Don't oh, oh, wait. Oh, tell me. Oh, I'm sorry, my slang. I said, please tell me. And it was in his wisdom that he did not tell me. And it was in that moment, because I did not get the answer for him, I had to go see God for myself. And can I just tell you all, stop putting so much weight on your pastors. I got to sit down for this one. You want him to be your financer? Ooh, Jesus, for real. When is it? It's time for us to lift our pastors up. They go through just like we do. They got trials just like we do. See, some of us don't want to hear that because it's too real because we walk in such a spirit of selfishness. Woo! Yeah, I'm going to say it. That's the boldness. We walk in such a spirit of selfishness that we don't, <laughs> he needs to pray for me. Well, I'm going to pray for him. 
This is the person that watch out for your soul. Say it's tight, but it's right. All right, it's okay. I'm still going to say it. Amen. Spiritual reset. It's time for us to shift our thinking. We got to think higher, you all. It is time. It is time to have a spiritual reset. And so many times we come into church, we don't like to hear certain things. We want to be pacified. We want to be pat on the back for doing just enough. Like we doing God a service because we coming. Like we doing him a favor. What? I guess I go on up here and sing. I guess. They didn't call me. I get what? We should be running to the house of God. Every time we get an opportunity to, to be in his presence, we should run. Because it's because of him that we are still here. It is because of his grace that we have not been consumed. It is because of his love. So I want to admonish us, please, if you didn't get nothing else out of this message, just please do a spiritual reset. Renew your minds. Renew your hearts. Really take an inventory and look deep down within yourself. Only you can answer that. I'm not the judge. Only God can judge us. You know what areas you need to reset in. You know what areas you need to believe God in. Some of you all feel like you've been praying forever and forever, but God just told me to tell you all the reason why you're in the wait is because you pray, and then you tell them how to answer it. You pray and be like, okay, he going to do this, he going to do that, he going to... He be like, wait a minute, did you ask me or... A spiritual reset. He said, but I promise you, if you talk to me, and if you allow me to talk back to you, when he said, I will instruct you, he'll give you strategies. Strategies how to get what God has ordained for your life. So I love you all. I say it all in love. Amen. Because it is definitely time for us to have a spiritual reset. I'm tired of seeing the body of Christ living defeated lives. It is time for us to be flourished. We are the ones supposed to be the example. God has some great things in store for us. God wants to do some great things in our lives. And it's like I am tired. And then I said, God, if I have to be the voice, I'll do it. Sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes people don't get me. Sometimes they don't understand me. Sometimes they talk about me, but it's a price that I'm willing to pay. You want to know why it's a price I'm willing to pay? Because we get liberated as women. We get set free. We get to walk in the calling that God has called us to be. So I'm going to tell you, it's some women in this room right now that God is trying to get you to do a spiritual reset, but you are afraid of what people are going to say. You are afraid how they're going to look at you, but I declare and decree that on tonight that you are breaking out of that spirit of fear you are breaking out of that spirit of bondage you are breaking out that spirit of insecurity you are breaking out of that that spirit of low self-esteem and you shall do and you shall be what God has called you to do you shall do everything that God has ordained because I'm telling you there is so many giftings in this room there are so many giftings in this room. There is so much that God wants to do through us. There are so many prophetic voices in the house. 
But we say, God, they won't understand me. God, they're going to look at me. What about this? What about that? Remember, Moses didn't want to go because he stuttered. God will give you what you need. He gave him Aaron to speak for him. So wipe out the excuses. No more excuses. It's time for us to do what God has called us to do. And if anybody is in the house that want a spiritual reset, I'm going to ask you to stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wherever you found yourself in those resets, whether you need to renew, you need to erase, you need to shift, you need to embrace, and you need to thrive. Whatever area it is, I want you to lift your hands up to, ooh, lift your hands up to God. And God said, I need a surrender. I need a surrender. I need a complete yes. God, we say yes to your will, God. We say yes all the way, God. All the way. All the way, God. Here's my heart. Here's my mind. Here's my emotions. Here's my will, God. Here's my past, God. Heal me, God. Heal me of my past. Let me stop having a recall. Let me stop reliving things in my past, God. But God, I say yes. I say yes to the reset. I say yes, God. I say yes, God. Mm. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Yes, God. Yes to your will, God. God, I'm asking you, God, to go heal that mother, God. The one that is grieving her child, God. Heal her, God. Mm. Heal her, God. Heal her, God. Take away the anger. Take it away, God. In the name of Jesus, heal your women, God. We need you. There is no secret. We need you, God. We need you like never before, and our hearts cry out to you, God. Our hearts cry out to you, God. God, show us how to release. Show us how to let things go. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah.
glory to God. God, I'm asking for breakthrough right now in this room, God. God, destroy the yokes, God, in the name of Jesus. God, go to the hidden things, the hidden areas of our life, God. Those places we don't want to tell anybody about, God. Those secrets that we try to have, God. I'm praying that you heal us, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.